0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Terry turns the corner. Going to move it to the
0: left corner where Jeff Green is waiting for three. This time Jeff Green caught it in his wheelhouse. And he's, you tell you what he's not doing, he's not reluctant to shoot the basketball. And I do like that about him. 14-3 of the year for Jeff Green. Celtics by five,
1: early second quarter. Uh, joining us on the AT&T Hotline on the Celtics Thursday is Celtics forward Jeff Green. First time I've had a chance to talk to him uh, this season. Jeff, it's Mike and Lou. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you doing?
1: I uh, appreciate taking a couple of minutes here. Uh, Doc called it an ugly win after the game. Do you agree that maybe yeah. not the the, the the prettiest basketball game you've played as a team this year?
2: Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, but you know, we have the W. That's all that matters.
1: You know, Jeff, when you look at um, the last
3: few games here, now I can even go back say the last six, you know, there's a lot of talk about the aggressiveness, right? Um, a lot made of the talk between you and Kevin Garnett. And when I – you see, like, last night, 5 for 16 shooting, but yet the aggressiveness is there. I mean, you're going to have nights like that, but is that something that you're really kind of focused on moving forward?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a tough stretch for me at the beginning of the season. Uh, you know, kind of caught a bit of fatigue, but uh, you now my body's starting to come back. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Kevin you know, Garnett is just, you know, telling me to be aggressive the whole team is telling me to be aggressive so you know if I do that it'll open up the floor for others so, uh, on c- continue to attack and uh hopefully make our team better do
1: so you have to remind yourself Jeff to be aggressive even if the shot's not going that you got to continue to go take the ball to the basket and recognize that you got a role on this team and being aggressive helps that role
2: yeah you, I got to do a period uh, I mean sometimes you find the fact that you're playing with you know likes of Kevin that and Paul Pierce and you Tend to fall back a little bit, so I had to continue to myself to, you know, you're on this team for a reason. The guys want you to be aggressive, so do it. And uh, you know, I'm gonna, you know, continue to fight myself and, um, you know, continue to get better.
3: What was that conversation like? Because you know, KG had mentioned it. Everybody said, you know, you're such a nice guy, but sometimes you're on the yeah. court, you want that mean streak. When was that? When was that talk? Was that a couple of years back when you showed up, or was that more something this year? And and what exactly uh, went down?
2: Well, I mean, it's been a lot. We, me and Kev have gone back and forth, you know, all this year, mainly uh, about my role and uh, what he thinks I should be doing out there. And, uh, you know, it's all positive. It's all, all you know, encouraging. And, uh, you know, coming from, you know, he's one of the top top players that to ever plays the game. And, uh, you know, it's a positive coming from him. So I just take it in stride, learn from him, and uh, continue to, you know, get better and, you know, follow his lead because he's you – know, one of our
1: leaders. Is the conversation with Kevin, uh with you, Jeff, as intense as what we see with Kevin out there on the on the basketball court?
2: <laughs> oh most definitely, most definitely. Uh his focus, his determination, his passion for the game, you know, it leaks out when he's in conversation with his teammate. And uh, you know, when he when he tells something and you look in his eyes and you can tell, you know, that he really means it, you know, it really means a lot and you know, it motivates you to wanna be the person that he wants to be. And uh like I said, when it's coming from a Kevin Garnett, uh, I mean, you can't help but to you know be thankful and you know taking a stride and to do what he asks, and uh, that's what I'm trying to do.
3: <clears throat> you know, Jeff, when you first came over from Oklahoma City, it was like, okay, what's the fit? What, how's it going to look? And then you missed last year, which I want to get to a little bit. But you know, have you kind of understood that fit now? That that role and what your role is on this team?
2: Yeah, it's slowly coming along. It's slowly coming along. Uh, you know, especially with the transition from you know, starting, you know, my whole career in uh, Oklahoma, uh, slash Seattle, uh, and then come here have to, you know, make the transition to coming off the bench behind a Paul Pierce, uh, play limited minutes, not knowing your role. It was difficult. But uh now, you know, it's it's getting more and more clear. Um, uh, you know, I can see what Doc wants I mean, my teammates respect me and uh, you know, it's it, uh, it's been a slow Slow motion thing, but uh, you know, I think it's really, really coming along.
1: We're talking to Jeff Green. You talk about that transition, Jeff, from starter to bench player. Have you had to? Ch- have you had to uh, change it all? You know, your mental preparation for the game. You know, normally you're you're going and you're starting. Georgetown, Oklahoma City, Seattle. Now coming off the bench, how has that changed your preparation for games?
2: Uh well, it, is, it changes a lot. Uh, when you start, you can, you can flow into the game. Uh, easy. You can uh you know, come into the game. You don't know what the rhythm of this game is gonna be like. Uh you can kinda fill fill out the game a little bit. Uh you can take your time getting into the game, but when you're coming off the bench you gotta really, really, really focus and uh have a very, very strong mental preparation because, you know, the game already has a flow. Um, you know, it has a speed to it. Uh you know, you gotta try to pick and see where you can be effective. Uh you have to see uh you know, what the your team needs uh as far as energy, scoring, defense, uh rebound whatever it is. Uh so it's it's a big difference, but you know, you just gotta, you know, once you come off the bench you just gotta be ready. Uh a game of basketball is the same, but, you know, the mental preparation is what's the toughest.
3: Jeff, sometimes unfortunately as a society we kind of don't appreciate what we have until, you know, we face a tragedy or a scare in life. You had that scare yeah. last year with the, the heart surgery, how did that change you coming out of that and going into the season as far as the way you view
2: things on the court and off uh well, it makes you appreciate the game a lot more um and I love what I do uh you know this is you know been my life my, it's been my life all my life uh and you know for it to be taken away from me uh for a whole year uh you know so fast it makes you appreciate the game makes you appreciate life a lot more uh the small things. In uh, life is you know is much bigger in your life now, and uh, you know it was to sit out and watch uh, you know that whole year. I personally I had to stop watching you know a couple a couple months because it got frustrating and uh, you know, I got down. But uh, you know I'm blessed to be able to play this game again. I'm blessed to be able to put on a jersey, soccer jersey at that. Uh, I'm blessed to be in the NBA. So you know I'm um, you know it made me a stronger stronger man. Uh, you know, made me appreciate thing in life uh, and know that, that the game, life can be taken away from you so fast. So, you know, take it day by day and enjoy each day, and that's how I do
3: There's a lot of things going on there, opening night with the ring ceremony, Ray Allen, all this other stuff. But you in particular, how, how difficult, you know, was that night for you? Was there ever a point where, you know, you're somewhat hesitant on the court to get back out there in an NBA game given what you had gone through?
2: Yeah, I mean – I don't think people noticed but that was my last game, um, prior to the, you know, surgery. Um, uh, because, you know, when I first got traded that's who we lost to uh you know, in the um playoffs. And that was my last game in Miami and for it to be my first, you know, game in the regular season coming back. It was a bit emotional. Uh the one thing I did do in that game was, you know, rush everything 'cause I was so so amped to be back. Uh, you know, everything was so fast. Um uh, you know, because there's different difference from preseason and from the regular season. And uh, everything was so fast. And, you know, the game, the speed of the game is so quick. You know, it's tough to, to adjust very fast. So, uh, you know, I, it was very, very emotional for me. But, uh, you know, I tried to fight it. And uh, what I did was rush everything. And, you know, I was very, very tentative playing. And, uh, you know, I'm happy that game is over with. Uh, but, you know, we have we have a in, and uh, I'm pretty sure uh, it would be a different result.
3: Yeah, was there a point, like early on in that season, beyond that game, where maybe you know, were you were you playing with kind of any kind of a doubt, and given what had happened, that you just said, you know what, I'm back physically, I am fine physically, I can just go play my game.
2: Uh, I never had a doubt. Uh, once the doctor gave me clearance, I, I didn't have a doubt. I knew it would take time. I knew I had to be patient with my body. I had to be patient with uh, coming back to the game and learning, relearning the game. Uh, you Not know, just. Wanted to you know take it all in stride because uh, you know I missed a whole year, um, and for me to sit out and then to be able to come back, I wanted to take it all in you know because you know who knows when you know when that last game might be, who knows you know how long I'm gonna be playing, so uh, you know I just wanted to enjoy that moment, but I never had doubt about how I was gonna be uh, physically, and mentally when I come when I came back. Uh, you know I just wanted to you know come back to the game and just enjoy it. And, you know, I appreciate it for what it's worth.
1: You admitted that your play uh, was based on early in the year, affected by fatigue, Jeff. I, were you surprised that it'd take longer than you thought to get back to NBA speed that first maybe month of the season?
2: Uh, I wasn't surprised. Um, you know, I knew coming in that, you know, like I said, it was going to take time to just back to, you know, how things was when I first you know, came to the league and, you know, what I learned over time, um, I just had to be patient. Uh, that what I learned during the surgery is that I had patient aspects. And, uh, you know, that was one key example of being patient. That's, uh, you know, waiting and, you know, knowing that I'm going to have my blocks, I'm going to have my speed bumps in this road in my journey. I'm back. I just had to be patient with everything and I did, and I just continued to work. And work, work, work on my shot, and uh, work on everything else. And you know now things are, you know, slightly turning. And I'm still getting better. So uh, you know, I just have to be patient. My main focus.
3: Jeff, I'm curious because you know we, we a lot of talk about Rajon Rondo, and we talk about elite point guards in this league. You've played with two guys that are up there, Russell Westbrook and Rajon Rondo. Can you compare the two and how they're similar, but yet, how they're different? You
2: yeah. uh, can't. I mean, you can't. Uh, you know, two different. It's two different players. Russell uh, you know, Russell's a great athlete, incredible scorer and uh you know, him to you know for him to win, he needs to do what he do and uh that's score the ball. That's you know, be the all around player that he is. Uh with Ronda, we have so many, you know, guys on his team that can score the ball <clears throat> and uh, you know, that has had the ball and you know, we got Jet, Paul, myself, Kevin, Courtney uh, so many guys who can score the ball, and Rondo is a pass-first guy and fits well with us, and, you know, that's how it matters. Uh, he, to me, one of the best point guards in this league, hands down. Uh, you know, he can take over games without scoring, uh, rebound and assists, steals, and he can also score the ball. That's what makes him tough. So, uh, you know, to me, he's one of the best point guards, but you can't compare him to Russell.
1: Did you have an extra little chip on your shoulder, Jeff, playing that game in Oklahoma City a couple Fridays ago? <laughs> it, it seemed like you had a little bit more energy for that game.
2: Yeah, I had energy. That was my whole team. I had to give him. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it's all love. Uh, Kevin Durant is, you know, he's like my brother. We, you know, we grew up in the same area, together, uh, came in the league together. He's like my brother. I wanted to have the first bragging rights playing against him. uh, win it. And, uh, you know, it was uh, a lot of energy coming to that game. But, you know, I it's – to me, it was just a regular game. Um, you know, it wasn't any emotion behind it. I didn't, you know, I wasn't, that game was not circled on my calendar. Uh, you know, I just wanted to go out there and play hard. It just so happened that it was me coming into the game with a slump and me breaking out, breaking out of that game with a slump. And, uh, you know, it was more disoriented. Uh, that's all it was. It was.
1: Uh, we talked to we, we talked to Paul Pierce last week. He admitted he has Avery Bradley in the Celtics' Secret Santa. Can you tell us? Uh... And he wants to get him two new shoulders. So, yeah, Merry he got he it. He's
2: coming back soon. <laughs> can't wait till he come back.
1: Who's your Secret Santa, Jeff? We need to know. You need to know if he's listening. See, uh,
3: I'm with you, man. Paul just Paul just gave it up. You know, yeah. Like it might nothing. Be, he's
1: probably on the plane getting ready to travel out, so he probably can't hear this, Jeff. You might be right. Uh, I have the Brazilian Blur. Uh, Barbosa, that's my guy, so uh, we, uh, I'm
2: going to get him some give him some, give him some, good, um, I don't know what yet, I have to think about it pretty soon, but that's my guy I'm going to take care of. Now, you
3: guys got like a money limit on this thing? Can you go out there and buy him a Rolex, or is this like a little <laughs> joke gift?
2: Uh, not a Rolex, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is not on you know the list of things to get him, but uh, it, there is, there is no limit uh, that is my guy, so I will take care of him and make sure that he does a great Christmas.
1: Jeff, travel safe. Big uh, back-to-backs here in Texas, Houston, San Antonio. Appreciate the time. Look forward to talking to you down the road.
2: Yes, sir.
1: Keep uh, Jeff Green joining us on the AT&T Hotline, AT&T 4G LTE, with speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G. It's AT&T Rethink Possible. I'll save my harassment of you and Jeff Green and what your two teams are doing to the, my, my conference, the Big East. You basketball-only schools ruining the Big East. I'll save that for next time. Uh, we talked to Jeff Green.
3: I mean baseball at one point.
1: Uh, t- top of the hour. We'll get you updated here. We'll continue with your phone call. 617-779-7937 is the phone number. 617-779-7937. Uh, Shane Victorino press conference underway. Uh, we're going to talk to Jackie McMullen next, and you'll hear some of the highlights from Shane Victorino later on this hour.
0: Okay.